You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 38 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Alana Byrell. Alana is the owner of Gloss Skin and Beauty. From solo owned and operated to outgrowing her two-room salon into leading a team of five and moving into the new Gloss headquarters in Brisbane just before lockdown. Alana mentions that being focused on her big is what has kept her on track and celebrating each win along the way. This beauty boss has taken leadership of her team into her own hands and has not only been her biggest business hurdle, but the most rewarding for her business growth. This episode is brought to you by our Beauty Business Vision Planner. It's a completely free resource that you can download to mind map where you see yourself and business and giving a 360 view on what you want that to look like. It's helped thousands of beauty business owners gain clarity and direction and it is my gift to you for being a loyal podcast listener. So head to www.beautybusinessco.com slash freebies and grab yours today. Let's get into this week's episode. Alana, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It's so lovely to have you here on the show today. How are you? I'm really well. I'm super excited. Yay. I think I've had you on my list to get interviewed for ages. So being a Beauty Boss Pro member and in my community, I first got to know you at, um, I think we'd been following each other for a little while on Instagram. Um, yeah, I might have been stalking you a little bit. <laughs> and then the first time we met in person was at the Professional Beauty Solutions Roadshow, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and then at their summit and stuff like that, we connected, which was just absolutely awesome. So I love it when I vibe with another beauty business owner and it's just been so lovely watching your journey over the last couple of years. And you've had so much change to your business, but before we get into that, I'll kick off the show with asking you what your definition of a hashtag beauty boss is. Well, this might ruffle a few feathers, but um, my definition of a beauty boss is someone who's determined to make a difference to not only their own staff, but also other beauty bosses. So I think a beauty boss is someone who pioneers a way forward that doesn't always fit the stereotypical, you know, being a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and a beauty boss is someone who creates a movement that people follow so that um, other beauty bosses, their clients, their staff, you know, we are creating a movement and something different that really speaks truly to who we are as therapists, as giving people, um, rather than this sort of um, 
really like hardline boss mentality I think that sort of forced upon us a little bit yeah yeah so true and what you're doing today really connects true to that statement Alana so I can't wait to hear where did it all begin why did you choose the industry (laughs) let's go back and then we'll go on the path and journey to what you're doing today okay so this is quite a long story but um yeah you don't get anywhere without having trials and the things that you have to overcome and my story is probably no different to anyone else's who's been in this industry for quite some time um but I started when I was 15 so I um was in grade 10 and we were doing a certificate one in work education so that meant that part of that was a week work experience in a local business and I had always loved making people feel good from when I was like as long as I can remember I'd always be doing facials on my whole family at home um, extractions anything weird and wonderful I was really interested in it not only with skin but the human body as well so when I got this opportunity when I was in um, grade 10 I was like yes I know exactly what I want to do so I approached my local beauty salon to do a week of work experience Um, And at the end of the week, they actually offered me a role doing reception and tea and tidy. So I did that while I was in grade 11 and 12 um, on Tuesday and Thursday nights and Saturdays. Um, And then as part of, I suppose, my school was quite good in that we had a careers counsellor and they were really trying to um, move us through high school and give us a bit of a plan for post-school. And um, I had a meeting with my careers counsellor in grade 10 um, after I did my work experience. And they told me that I could complete my Cert 3 in beauty services in grade 11 and 12 essentially for free, which I just jumped at. So that meant that um, every Thursday I was out of school and I was at TAFE. And I also chose to do my OP at the same time. And then because I'm just a crazy person, I also had a leadership position when I was in grade 12. So um, I suppose life has always been really go, go, go for me. Um, But I've learned a lot from each of those experiences. So I was involved in social justice and outreach programs, which I ran at school. And then when I was at TAFE, I was making clients feel beautiful and making people feel special and loved and really good about themselves. So I felt really aligned with everything that I was doing when I was in high school. And then when I finished school, I finished my diploma um, and I worked at a salon during this time. And I had two different bosses um, throughout that time who had very different ways of managing the business and the staff. And I learned a lot from them both. And I've used my experience with both of them to shape how I want my working environment to be. So from there, I suppose after being in the industry for five years, since I was 15, so that brings me to 20, the salon I work in actually closed and it was um, possibly one of the most horrible times um, that I can remember because it was it was my home. Um, I really loved being there and I'd been there since I started my journey in beauty um, and it closed for a number of reasons but it was mostly financially. So I was left without a job, um, I had my qualification and I thought okay do I want to go and work for someone else or do I want to go and do my own thing. Is this what I'm being pushed to do? So I bit the bullet and I decided to go out on my own. And um, in the beginning, it was just me. So I found a small shop and I started just with one, me. And then 
kind of grew from there. So I put on my first staff member in 2013, um, which is when we opened. And then by the end of that year, I had two staff and it was going amazing. And I was like, great, awesome. Um, but then I sort of, I have this love of learning. And I suppose when you're used to being in a um, learning environment all the time, like I was at college, I came out of that and I was like, oh, yep, okay, I've done this thing and I've opened up my salon, but I feel like I need more knowledge. So in 2015, um, I was wanting to go back to study and I was noticing I was getting really complex skin conditions um, and, and problems with people's well-being that I just really wasn't equipped to treat. And I was kind of feeling like I didn't really have the skills to give them what they needed. So I took the plunge and I applied to um, the University of Victoria and I got accepted for my Bachelor of Health Science in Dermal Therapy, which I was not expecting at all. Um, I thought I'd just apply and see what happened. And, you know, I wasn't really wholly serious about it. Um, so I got accepted and then that sort of propelled me into study for the next four years while um, I was running my business and also traveling to Melbourne um, a couple of times each semester for a few weeks at a time to do my practice full. So yeah, that was a pretty hectic time of my life. Um, and then in 2018, I graduated with my degree and I was like, great, okay, I've done everything. I can slow down now. I can just focus on my business. Um, and that's what I did. I spent the whole um, of 2019 focusing just wholly and solely on my business, um, educating my staff, educating my clients, really trying to formulate what I wanted it to look like. So at the, the uh, midway through 2019, my, my lease ended where we were and I had the choice to extend and we were a two treatment room salon, a little baby. Um, and I made the plunge to move to a bigger premises um, and hire more staff. And I was literally shaking in my boots. Um, I'd had done heaps of challenging things, but this was really playing with like the big guns this time. Um, and I felt really out of my depth, but also really excited because I had so many ideas of what I wanted to do. And um, we've been blossoming ever since, which has been amazing, but it certainly um, hasn't been easy. And I've spent nearly every waking moment as you do when you're a passionate entrepreneur. Um, marketing, researching, training, because I just love what I do so much. And now I've got a really beautiful support team of five therapists and myself, and it just feels so right. And every day I just get lots of reaffirmation that I'm in the right place, I'm doing the right thing. And um, it's just made it all so much easier just to have that support there. Um, but yeah, it's also been a really big learning curve for scaling from a two-room salon to a five-room salon or I know there are a lot of beauty bosses that work from home and they're you know thinking about doing this too it's such a it's such a big thing um and it, it was certainly something that I did that was a calculated risk I'm very much about I'm fine taking risk and that's what we do as entrepreneurs and as beauty bosses we take really big risks every day but um I really do take the time to make sure that I've calculated everything every possible situation so that if it does arise then I have um, almost like a little plan to deal with that situation.
Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I remember having that conversation (laughs) with you actually about, um, yeah, the transition from my business because I knew how much you take into consideration all those numbers and, um, yeah, really feeling it right from within if that's going to be the right choice for you moving forward. And I was just nice and quiet during that time because I've just digested that whole journey. What a beautiful story you have. And it's so lovely to just yeah, know, you. yeah, that you put all, you, you go all in or nothing really, but you're really cultivating a beautiful team behind you now. Um, watching you through like Instagram stories every day, I get to see the behind the scenes of your life and what you do <laughs> with your food. And um, you bring all of what you do each and every day for your own skin health into your client's awareness, which is what I think really connects that whole why um, into your dermal therapies and your nutritional science as well. It's so beautiful to see. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a big part of what we do. Um, and it's something I'll touch on a little bit later as well, but I'm really, really big on treating the client's whole well-being in their skin because their skin is always going to show what's going on internally and yes we treat externally but we also need to understand how the skin's functioning so that we can get it to function as well as we can and you know stop people from having that need to to go to their doctors and get prescriptions for things that just aren't going to benefit them long term Mm. so yeah very much about that um the other thing i was just going to really touch on as well is when you are transitioning into a bigger role and a bigger business or whatever your big is for you, um, I really found it quite challenging when we moved from a two-room to a five-room salon because I couldn't do everything myself anymore. And I had to learn how to outsource and have a different relationship um, with both my money and my mindset um, and constantly I am challenging those limiting beliefs Um, and it's sort of everything I've done with Beauty Boss Pro and um, the retreat I went on with you Angela at the beginning of the year was amazing to help me really stay in this mind frame because I I can still remember when I was going to start up my own business I was 20 years old and I was getting quite a lot of negativity because of how young I was and people just couldn't really understand, you know, that's not something you do when you're 20 years old. It's something you do in your 30s or your 40s, you know. Um, But I I knew what I was doing and I knew what I wanted to do. But now I know that possibly a little bit of that negativity that I've got was because I was possibly intimidating other people and I was seen as competition. And I don't like that and I don't have that in my life anymore but it's something that I I do see a little bit in the industry and I'm just not for it I will help um, any business owner whether they're a beauty business owner or or any kind of entrepreneur or anyone I come across um, because there's no competition in anything for me and my goal is just to create joy wherever I can and just if there's someone else I can help through the experiences I've been through then I'm absolutely going to do that because it sounds a bit corny, but we can achieve a lot more together than being against each other. So I think that there is still a little bit of that out there, particularly in the beauty industry with competition. Um, and it's just not something that I embody at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that's really my core of me is trying to um, yeah, help as many people as I can. And that's not just my clients, it's my staff and it's anyone else who's in the same boat as me. 
Yeah, for sure. And just sort of like brushing that stigma aside, we even had a comment Mm. on one of our posts this morning about, um, you know, one of the people in our community who has been in business for over eight years and she just feels so alone because business Mm. can be super lonely. Even if you do have a team around you, all the things you have to go through, like we've seen that big kind of graph of the process of an entrepreneur of what it really looks like to compare what other people think it looks like (laughs) from the outside. Um, And if you don't have a supportive community around you, it's just super, super hard or you can just self-doubt yourself all the time. And instead of moving your business needle forward, you just sort of stay stagnant and comfortable. So as much as we're all about, yeah, building that support network, I always like to push people out of their, their comfort zone and, you know, even coming to you today and saying, can we do a podcast interview together? I know that you're so confident at speaking in front of the camera, but then those fears of like, oh, okay, I've got to answer the questions. And I feel like that sometimes too, but knowing that you're in that safe space and that we're all going through the same journey together and this is really Mm -hmm. going to help both of us grow as well absolutely absolutely yeah and it it can be really lonely I'm 110% really lonely because no one can understand what you're going through unless you you are another business owner and I just find that I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you go to something and you walk into a room of beauty business owners and you just click with everyone because they're just we're just so alike in so many ways. So that's something I love about the beauty boss pro community is that everyone is just aligned so well and we all have the same thing that we're working towards and everyone is just so supportive and so helpful um you know when they've got so much going on in their own lives and they've got their own businesses to look after um but I um even when we were shut down with COVID-19 I had quite a few um members just you know send me messages personally checking in seeing how I was going and it was just honestly the nicest thing that anyone could have ever done um and it was because I had this beautiful community of other business owners around me so yeah, it's, it's times like that where you really do appreciate um, having others around you and that community. It's really nice. Yeah, I know. I wish I could reach out and give everyone real hugs all the time yeah. <laughs> in those occasions, <laughs> but that is the beauty of um, social media right now and creating um, your groups and things like that where you can feel, yeah, virtually a lovely direct message in your inbox just to say hi and how you are um Mm. yeah it's super super supportive so I'm so grateful to have you a part of our community because you're super inspiring as you know it's amazing yeah (laughs) love it so um we've spoken about a few already but which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business Okay, so my biggest hurdles are definitely um, developing my staff professionally and both personally. And I think this is a really big mind shift that I'm seeing a lot um, in business at the moment is people are starting to realise that to get your staff to work optimally professionally, you also need them to be functioning well personally. And um, that's something I'm a really big believer in. I put a lot into my staff of myself personally and I am very much you know we are a family (laughs) we are a a gloss family um and I often will have um 
I suppose my mum and dad, they, they, they have a very different way of um, developing their stuff and they don't necessarily, I suppose, understand the reasons why I do things. Like we, we have retreats and we spend time um, going a little bit deep and talking about self-care and self-love because that's what we are doing every day with our clients. But how can we do that if we can't do it ourselves? You know, if we're not nourishing our bodies, if we're not thinking about the thoughts that, you know, that we're telling ourselves, then how can we be functioning really, really well as a professional when personally, if someone isn't going very well, then that's absolutely um, part of my role um, is to support them professionally and personally. And it's something I find so challenging, but so rewarding um, is just learning how people work and working to how they work if that makes sense so mm-hmm. finding out what makes them click and then feeding to that so that they can work so well in their personal lives but also really well professionally um and i think that's probably been the little secret um to why we have continually grown is because my my girls want to be here i want them here and we're all very much on the same journey together so yeah it's, mm. it's one of my biggest hurdles <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, is yeah because I've got to go through all that myself um to be able to teach them how to do that too so I'm jumping through all of these things myself and then teaching them okay this is how you show yourself love this is how you show gratitude this is how you nourish your body so yeah it's a constant um learning experience but it's so so rewarding at the end of the day and that's where I get my joy from is seeing my girls just blossom um, mm-hmm. and you know in turn that helps our business grow so, oh, absolutely yeah Alana but, you're the true definition of a business leader that is the secret source you know like we always say the leader has to be at the front of the pack well actually we're always standing at the back and we're pushing everyone forward. We're encouraging, yep. we're empowering. And yeah, we, I, I know that my hashtag is beauty boss, but that's just, you know, the name. I'm a really big believer in learning and cultivating leadership skills. It's one of the hardest skills to, to learn mm. personally. And then for you yep. to be, um, yeah, providing this for your employees to become leaders within themselves for their own professional development, it's absolutely beautiful and super encouraging for all of our listeners right now. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. So what are your two top important tips for the aspired Beauty Boss listener to learn from when you're starting the, um, when they're starting their own business? Okay, so biggest one is do not compare yourself to others. When I first opened up, I was a member of a couple of different masterminds, you know, business coaching, um, and I'd get on to these Facebook groups and see how amazing everyone was doing and I was putting all this work in and trying to learn how to do Facebook ads and Instagram and social media and all of these things and selling packages and it was really disheartening because I'd get on there every day and I'd have nothing to share and what I learned was I just needed to cut all of that out so focusing on what is important to you and not worrying about what other people are doing and not trying to level yourself up with them because 
they are businesses that have been operating for a number of years and when you're first starting out you're going to make the most mistakes you ever will personally professionally and financially but, but you need to be open to making those mistakes the things that make you great when you get further down the track um, and the other thing that sort of ties into that is being your own big so it needs to be what is a big thing for you rather than what is a big thing that's seen by the industry. So for me, my big thing was moving from a two-room to a five-room salon, which might not seem like much because I know that there are salons that have 10, 12, 20 treatment rooms. Um, but it was a huge thing for me and that was a really big step. Um, another thing that we've done recently is we've just gotten an LED and that that is huge. I had that on my vision board for this year and I just did not know how I was going to get there. Um, but that was huge for me. Whereas someone else's big might just be hiring someone for one day a week. You've got to celebrate those little things that you achieve. Do not compare yourself to others and make sure that you stay within your boundaries of what you are trying to create and don't try and make it what someone else's is because that's not going to be authentically you and you're not going to love what you're creating and that's at the end of the day while we're here yeah. <laughs> is to create something that we love mm -hmm. so yes I've really um, been very guilty of that when I first started off yeah oh and it's easy it's we all do it we all get into the instagram hamster wheel that visual beautiful platform that we all get so inspired with by looking at other people's treatment rooms and then you think oh but am i good enough oh am i working hard enough yep. how am i ever going to get something like that but then that's why i think i created the beauty boss planner by um, you know, every day intentionally writing down your weekly to-dos and your overview of your month and then celebrating those wins because you look back and you do yeah. your review and you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ticked this, this and this off. And by the end of those 12 months, imagine what you can achieve if you set your mind to it. And, and yeah. going back again to that competition mindset, you are your only competition. So don't worry about mm -hmm. what anyone else is doing. You are your own unique selling point and we really need to, to steer clear of that. Um, and again, if everyone's working on what their true sort of core values are personally and professionally, as long as what you're doing aligns with that and don't steer off because that shiny object might look really good, but is it totally aligned with, with where you're at right now? Because like you were a couple of years ago in your two treatment room salon, that's not who the Yolana is today. And so you can tweak and change along the way, but it's so important to stay on your journey and have your vision boards and dream big. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I'm very much, um, yeah, so into all of that kind of stuff. And Alana, I had an LED on my uh, vision board a few years back and I had Joy Crossing Hand, the lash artist, face <laughs> on my vision board and, <laughs> and um, you know I, I look at those and I'm like oh how am I ever going to afford a $24,000 LED machine or um, do invest in myself to become a better lash artist with the you know the best lash trainer in Australia and it was just staying focused on what was important to me if, if I really wanted to make that happen don't worry about the how 
as long as you have it in place that it just yeah. figures itself out doesn't it it kind of does yes but you're not you're not sitting on your hands doing nothing you're just constantly chipping away at that and having it in the front of your mind mm-hmm. yeah um, I suppose that's the power of manifestation too isn't it yeah 100%, 100%. <laughs> you put it out there and it, and it comes to you which is really nice as yeah. long as that's what you want yes yeah for sure so I would love for you to share three apps that you just can't live without. Well, first one would be Instagram. <laughs> um, I just love Instagram. Again, though, that's something that, I mean, we've been in business seven years and we're only just now reaching the peak of our social media presence. That is how long I have been working, <laughs> getting that exposure. So again, don't compare yourself because mm-hmm. it takes a really long time. Yeah. Um, Facebook is another one. And I've actually got four here. So uh, Canva is my lifeline. I love Canva for anything um, graphic-wise, social media, posters, flyers. It's really good templates on there. Um, And the other app I was going to say was Regrammar. So anything on Instagram that I want to take from our, um, whether it's from image skincare, aspect skincare, society, cosmetics, any of their um, images, Regrammar is amazing for that. Really just good for content. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that to, um, you know, anyone, but our members in particular, if they're, they're struggling to find the content because we do so many done for you graphics that you can just sort of drag mm. and drop into your social media. But then you've partnered with these incredible skincare brands that have marketing teams behind them doing all of this yeah. amazing flat lay photography. So use those images and, you know, have a look on the Facebook side of what they've sort of made that um, the content behind it speak about whether it's ingredient focused or results driven and just take that as inspiration but regram is an awesome app because you literally can just regram it into your own feed yeah and you know your partnerships that you are with love that they love you sharing more about their brand so where you've got to be careful is screenshotting other people's content that you're not aligned with whether it's a photographer or an illustrator um because i've come into contact with a friend who's gotten herself into a bit of hot water with um, just even just giving credit is sometimes not enough. So um, yeah, we do try hard with our community to create um, sort of taking away that overwhelm of wondering what to post or create on Canva um, to do it for them because there is so much that we can be creating each day and you really need to focus on your genius zone at the end of the day <laughs> yes absolutely and you have come so far on Instagram like congratulations with just all the hard work that you've done um, showing up consistently every day I know the faces behind gloss skin and beauty so I love that you bring that um aspect of who you are behind the scenes to your brand and again like if anyone knows how wants to know how to make like a killer (laughs) smoothie that's really connected to everything but health then you just need to follow Alana's stories every day she's just 
killing it on there. And, and that's super inspiring for me. Like even being a skin therapist, I'm just like, oh my God, I really need to get my bestow powder back out and get consistent with that. <laughs> yes, get it in you, get it in you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, well done. It's a work in progress. And Thank you. Again, that's why like, I love having you a part of our community because I can share those success stories with our members. That inspires them to show up more within their feeds. But then also I'll pull you up, Alana, and be like, hey, I just need you to write that caption, what you said, so that if someone doesn't have sound on, then they're reading what you're saying and you're very yeah. open and coachable that way. And that's what makes you um, continue to improve in your personal growth. So I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate when you give me a little nudge too. I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't think I'd be a very good just, mentor if I didn't. That. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, no, but definitely um, a lot of it has been inspired action that I've taken from all of the events and um, the retreat that you have created as well has really just propelled me much more. Um, forward in just being there and being present and I think it's also it's one of the ways that you can connect with people too and the, the greatest example would have been the recent lockdown um, you know not being able to treat anyone for eight weeks where people people you know we like being around people we like making people feel better and I was like okay this is where we have this tool and this is why it's here this is our way to connect with everyone and from that and just being there every day for everyone um when we reopened we are getting a consistent flow of new clients because they now all know who we are what we do what we stand for because while they were sitting at home with nothing to do um <laughs> i was making smoothies and <laughs> doing all that stuff but um i actually love stories on instagram for me that's the way where i connect with people the most posts yeah but stories are just a really, it's so much easier and so much less work for me to just jump on and go, hey guys, I'm just making a smoothie this morning, just thought I'd show you what's in it. This is what it does, da, 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 da. And it really makes my life a lot easier because when I have a client come to me, they know who I am, they know all about our gut health program, they know about our treatments, how we treat our clients um, and all the different treatments that we do. So my, half of my job is done for me when I have that client sitting in front of me because they've been following us on social media and I don't have any warming up to do. I don't have any explaining. They're there and they're ready to become part of our movement and what we're doing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it makes my life a lot easier too. Yeah, that's so great. And if anyone is just wondering like, well, how do I get started with it? Instagram stories, doing a 15 second video of yourself and posting it out, even just if it's an introduction, even if you're scared to show your face the first couple of times, um, do a little story of what your treatment room looks like. Do a little story about what your favorite product is um, that you use personally and just you build confidence every time you press post with it. And yeah. I just like your stories, they go from, you know, your first slide to say your fifth slide and it's all condensed from what you're doing to say the transformation of what that smoothie actually looks like. So I can't wait because I've just seen that you're making slow cooked beef cheeks <laughs> and I can't wait for the stories this afternoon to see what that's all turned out like, but just make sure that when you are doing a story, like it's not just one boomerang of your coffee for the day and then nothing else. Cause 
um, that's what stories, the behind the scenes is supposed to be. Like, what are you doing out at the park, having some self-care time with that coffee? And where does that lead to for the rest of the day? Like your listeners, your, your viewers actually want to know that. So be consistent yeah. with it. Do something every single day. But Alana started with beef chicks, slow cooked with all of her goodness <laughs> for gut health this morning. And then she'll show that transformation to her clients this afternoon in her stories. And in between that, you've done a workout and I'm just going, wow, go girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mondays are when I get stuff done and then the, the week kind of falls from there. So the days where I'm not hands-on treating clients are my days where I just try and structure them as much as, much as I can. Um, the day often goes a lot quickly, much more quickly than when I'm in clinic and I'm treating clients. Um, but yes, I try and have those little things I do for myself. But yeah, sharing the journey. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. This is what it's going to look like. Um, and hopefully, yeah, I can inspire people to make a slow cook meal or make a smoothie or spend some time on themselves. But it's not always just about, okay, I'm at Gloss and this is the special that we've got going, booking, 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 booking. Mm-hmm. It's, um, this, is, this is what we're all about. Yeah, for sure. And I'm a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the cray-cray in you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily? So um, support in what I do daily, I'm feeling quite supported at the moment because I've just put um, one of my girls into a team leader role and we're working really well together. So before that, I would have said it would have been someone else to help me with all the behind the scenes. Now, what I'd have to say is calm. So remaining calm, keeping that vibe in the salon and not getting overwhelmed um, by the, the massive list of things that I've got to do or the things I want to achieve. And that's sort of like a blessing and a curse when you have that entrepreneurial mind is that um, constant ideas um, and then also the operations side of things and, and wanting to be that creative person, but then also um, being like, okay, but I actually have to order product today because we've got none on the shelf and I need to sell it. But, oh, I have this really good idea. I want to mm-hmm. start working on that. So it's, yeah, support in creating that calm for me every day. Um, that's probably the thing for me at the moment that I need support. Oh, sorry, you just cut out a little bit there. No, that's okay. <laughs> what, that you need to do what? I need support with being calm throughout oh, the day. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like I'm doing lots and lots of things all the time, but I'm not making that time to just be and mm-hmm. be calm and just go okay yeah what are we doing <laughs> um so. I always have a word for the year and the beginning of the year sets me up for sort of that word that will keep me grounded because the shiny object syndrome and being an entrepreneur there's always creative energy flowing through our brains of what we could be doing um and we're capable of doing all of those things don't get me wrong but so my word was ease this year. So every time I go off on that sort of tangent, I choose to look at it of how will this make my life uh, or will this incorporate ease into my life or will that blow up into not being easy or having flow? Mm. And yeah, so I think it's so important to have that. So yeah, being connected to calm every day, it just, yeah, flows through you. It's good to see. Yeah. 
And so that'll lead us into, because I know you do cultivate this within your own personal journey each day. What specific routines um, do you set, like stick to to set your day up for success? So I'm not good at doing this every day, but I really um, do feel a lot of benefit from when I do. So I gratitude journal every day, pretty much every day. Um, and it just helps me because in my gratitude journal, it's got what I'm letting go of. So it helps me to sort of take a moment and go, how am I actually feeling today? What do I need to let go of? Um, the things that I'm going to focus on and the things that I'm grateful for. Um, and it really just does set me in a really good mindset for the day. And it just kind of being your own little cheerleader sometimes too. You just needed to be reminded of, okay, I need to focus on that I, I am a leader and I do know what I'm doing. And I just need to retell myself that at the beginning of the day. I can then go on throughout my day and be those things um, so that I can function really well. So yeah, my gratitude journal and I get up at 6am pretty much every day other than Sundays. So even um, on my days off, so Mondays, Tuesdays, um, I still get up at six o'clock. I'm still in the salon by nine like I would any other day if I was working because I need that consistency and that's what helps me stay on task. I find if I, I was for quite a while there sort of just oh, making my way into work on my days off and when I wasn't treating clients and I just had, you know, this work to do and operation stuff, I would sort of just take my time with it and then I'd end up not being very productive at all. So now I know if I get up at 6am every day, then I'm going to have a really good day and I'm going to achieve a lot. Mm, that's good. That's a great mindset to be in and have it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's got a lot to say about... Um, our the success of an actual day and how productive you are if you wake up early people say that you are more successful uh, if you make your bed in the morning <laughs> but it's just like creating that that's routine it. and mindset oh well my bed's made I'm ready for the day <laughs> that's it I can do it and what I was getting into was this really bad um, routine of waking up when I wanted to on my days off and pottering around and doing a little bit of work throughout the day and then getting to the end of the day and going oh I haven't achieved anything and then I'd stay up all night when my partner's home and that's the only time we get together throughout the day I'd be on my laptop all night finishing off all the things that I had to get done for that day so I sort of just made that decision I was like no that time during the day when my partner is at work I'm also going to go into work so I take myself away from home I go into work as a little desk space in the salon now and that is where I sit on a Monday and Tuesday and I do all the things I need to do and when I leave I've left yeah. <laughs> and I'm done Very good. 99.8% of the time <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah it's always a work in progress so that's we it. will move on to some rapid fire questions what, what is the best book you've ever read so I'm a bit of a history buff and I like a little bit of drama when I'm reading. So I love the author. Her name's Philippa Gregory. And my favourite book from her series is The White Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll look her up and see what that's all about. Yes, yes. It's all about um, the Tudor dynasty. So kings and queens and dramas. And, yeah. <laughs> love it's, it. It's quite interesting. <laughs> that's good. And it's sometimes nice to read books that are away from business as well. Yes, yes. 
definitely. And, you know, I like that it's about the kings and queens and mm-hmm. princesses and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's a bit whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? I can really think about this because probably I would have said you a couple of years ago and then um, beginning of this year it was Rebecca Miller I was just absolutely fangirling and I can't believe I got to spend a whole day with her on the Beauty Boss Pro Retreat I was just so excited to meet her (laughs) so after I'd done both of those I'm like I don't really know so I had to think about this for a little bit but um the person I would like to meet in person probably would be Drew Barrymore oh yes Um, yeah, I just think she's very, very similarly aligned. Um, she's just an amazing actress, but um, I do follow her on socials as well, and I just think she's a really authentic, wonderful person. So, yeah, yeah Drew Barrymore would be my next one. <laughs> oh, she was on my goal board, um, vision board last year. I don't know why she... Ah, yeah, it's so funny because she has her flower beauty range and I, yes. I was like, I am going to podcast interview Drew Barrymore one day. <laughs> so yes, you're maybe I need to put her back up there because I've sort of lost, lost that. But since you've said her, yeah, she's just so there beautiful. There you go. She's got a lovely nature towards her as well. She does. She does. Yeah. And kind of a bit of an ego boost there that you wanted to meet me first. But... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I kind of like ran you down at the CBS skin salon. I was like, "Hey, Angela, oh my you god!" You did. I remember <laughs> I being like cornered by this energetic blonde, and I was like, "Oh, I love your energy!" <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting you in person. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. And you know, like I, I know that I have uh, quite a few followers, and people comment on my things. But in those early days, it was like oh, wow, I hope that, you know, people really connect with what I'm trying to, you know, empower and inspire them with. And sometimes, you know, you don't hear from the people that you would really have impact with. And it was actually beautiful at the PBS Summit because I was sitting with a couple of our members and just, yeah, bringing that virtual connection to real life was pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it is. So good. Um, so what is something you'd jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? <laughs> um, if I knew I wouldn't fail, I would take some more space for my salon. <laughs> um, where we are currently, there's no one behind us and it's absolutely tormenting me. And we're probably not ready for it just yet. Um, but yes, I really would love to just expand a little bit further have a yeah. little bit more room um if I knew I wasn't going to fail then I'd do that so good and so would that go into because I think I can envision the space you're talking about because I've seen some stories mm. about it would you go into doing things like having you know those big um saunas or like creating anything wellness integrated to your work yeah um definitely feeling like there's more of a wellness space that we're missing um, and a sauna was actually something that I wanted to incorporate when we first opened, but it meant having a wet room, having a shower, um, and a lot more expense up front, you know, and we were already quadrupling our size. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, no, maybe that's somewhere down the track, but yes, definitely more of a wellness space, um, to be able to provide more of those services 
to clients um, for things like lymphatic drainage. Um, there are, you know, little machines that you put people on and that they puff them up and get rid of all of their fluid. Um, an infrared sauna is something I love. Even just a little zen space for clients when they come in for their treatment, if they want to just go and chill for a little bit after they've had a treatment, they don't need to rush away completely. I just love to have a little space where they can just be. Mm. Yeah, I love that because I remember back in my cruise ship days, like these spas would have 50 treatment rooms and it would just be like door, 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 door. But you'd have this huge, big relaxation space that just brought your before and after treatment to, you know, like, yeah, such a beautiful space to be present with yeah. and just wind down from the hustle outside. But there was also the... um like the spa suites where you'd have the sauna and steam rooms and then those heated chairs afterwards. You have to pay extra to be a part of I that. But love a massage chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, you, it's amazing some of the spaces that have been created around the world. And, yeah, I wish you all the best with that vision. <laughs> and what's one thing you've procrastinated about this week? Oh, definitely my pile of folding. Um, <laughs> for the fact that it probably won't fit in my cupboard because not everything's folded in my cupboard and then it's also just on the floor. So I really need to pull everything out, refold it, and then fold the washing out that's been on the floor for the last three weeks <laughs> and put it away. Um, and paying bills is another one I've been procrastinating. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I need to get them done. I have a love-hate relationship with my laundry as well but I yesterday I was like okay it's got to be done and just saying to my husband I am going upstairs to do this you guys need to go and do something so I'm not like having Emilio jumping on the bed and messing it all up again but and I listened to a, a video series that I've been wanting to and I, you know instead of feeling in that funk of like oh, I'm stuck up here on a Sunday I felt really good because yep. I'd gotten this full series done so a bit of personal and business development mm -hmm. along. <laughs> yeah see there's that multitasking what totally. can I be doing at the same time love yes. it and if you were stranded on a deserted island with no wi-fi what's one thing you wish you had with you um, it's going to sound really corny, but I'd say my partner. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be without him. So yeah, if I was on a deserted island, I would like to be with him. Beautiful. All right. So what is next for you, Alana? We didn't speak about the skin freak. Do you want to tell our listeners <laughs> what that is? Um, and just what's in the works with your business so that we can become aware of all of that and we'll direct everyone to make sure they're following you on the gram. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of the year, I set up Skin Freak Academy, which was going to be some online training for beauty salons and beauty um, therapists and dermal therapists because I often get asked um, about my study and about the knowledge that I, I have and, you know, I know that everyone doesn't necessarily want to put in the time or the money into going to uni. So I had this vision where I was going to create um, an online course to give everyone a more in-depth look at everything that we have our, that we can get our hands on in the aesthetics industry that we aren't necessarily trained for. So that was all going really well. And then um, COVID-19 hit and we were closed for eight weeks and my focus had to be back on my business. So Skin Freak at the moment is basically a free platform 
and I generally jump on there a couple of times a week um, and give some free education. 2021 is probably going to be the year where I relaunch that and focus a little bit more in on what I want to do with that. And I'm getting much more of a clearer idea as time goes on and also through the lockdown. I did have a few people contact me with different questions about treatment. So I think I'm actually going to focus more so on um, devices and how they work and parameters and ways you can um, play with the skin and push the skin rather than going into all of the skin science that everyone already knows. So it's going to be for someone who is already an advanced therapist who wants to know more um, and wants to get into using devices and layering peels and going into what we would call the scary skin stuff. Um, so that will be ramping up for 2021. But yes, please go and give us a follow on Skin Freak Academy. Um, hopefully expanding my business further for more treatment rooms and a wellness space for my staff and my clients for two. That's what I'd like. Um, we've also started up an acne boot camp as well. So I'd like to get that more activated too. And um, just spreading the message of the power from treating from within is probably another thing that I want to bring awareness to as well. Which I think everyone's just starting to become a thing yeah <laughs> everyone's starting to notice <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah there's so there's so it. much to it there's um you like everyone's just touching the surface of it but I love that you are diving in with like progress over perfection um taking inspired yes. action every single day towards your dreams and your goals and you've got the bones of the skin freak academy when you launched that i was like wow this is going to be so incredible for our industry and just knowing how much knowledge you have behind you um and how supportive you are to another um, beauty therapist or skin therapist or dermal therapist who's really wanting to excel within that professionalism as well because you don't learn it all when you're doing the study part and yeah, having that conversational skill set is so important as well. I know that you can be an incredible mentor to these women. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a bit of a learning curve again for me with that as well because I've never done anything like that and it really does take a lot more work than what I thought it was going to and just being okay with the fact that at the moment my business needs me more but I know that when I when I get to that, I'm going to give it everything I can. Um, yeah. And that's okay too. That's just another learning curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. And letting go of that perfection and being like, okay, it's not what it was supposed to be, but it's going to be there. And I'm still helping people. So that's, that's great too. <laughs> yeah, so good. Well, thank you so much, Alana. This has been absolutely lovely. I've once again gotten to know you on another deeper level. Um <laughs> And our listeners, I'm sure, will be very connected with your journey. So it's been beautiful to have you and sharing all of that. You do have a little giveaway. You are based in um, Brisbane. Wellington Point is where Gloss Skin and Beauty is, correct? Yes, that's where we are. Okay, awesome. So what would you like to give to a lucky listener today? So if you jump onto our Instagram account, so at Gloss Skin and Beauty, um, go to any one of our recent Instagram posts, pop a little comment um, and just hashtag beauty boss in the comments. Make sure you're also following us and then we will get in contact with you 
for a free LED session. So these are valued at $59 a session and we would love to give you one for free. You can be a beauty boss, you can be a listener, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. Um, yeah, we'd love to have you come in for a free LED. Yeah, awesome. And if you're sort of interstate and maybe going to be visiting Brisbane, then she might keep that one aside for yeah. me. But like, <laughs> I love the fact that you're so giving as well for that because um, even being a professional and in the industry, we don't give ourselves enough permission to go and treat ourselves, do we? <laughs> no, we don't and we need to. Yeah, 100%. Well, thanks again, mm -hmm. Alana. Good luck to everyone. I'll leave all the information on how to do that in the show notes and we'll be in touch too. I'll, I'll be seeing you at the Beauty Boss photo shoot next Sunday, Alana. So excited. <laughs> all right. I will see you soon. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye.